0: Rad adventures in life, love, and wedding planning from the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I am rad of local wedding planner fame and ordering rad occasions. And Rob is like giving me tons of attitude right now, <laughs> but he is also my co-host.
1: And in the middle of eating a delicious cupcake.
0: Yes, that he won from Sugar and Spice Cupcakes. So thank you, Sarah. We love them. They're delicious. They are delicious. The the flavor we got was basic bean, which kind of, you know, fits right in with with Rob's Because he <laughs> likes pumpkin spice lattes.
1: Friggin' I don't care what anybody says I love pumpkin spice.
0: Well these pumpkin spice cupcakes are right up your alley then.
1: Me, my Lulus and my Uggs will enjoy our pumpkin spice. No, I okay? threw
0: out your Uggs, I'm pretty sure.
1: <laughs> no, I gave
0: them Did to those?
1: I gave them to somebody. Oh,
0: um, well to, Anyways,
1: to clarify, they were ug Brown dress shoes. They were not. Get your finger <laughs> out of my icing.
0: Ha- mmm, <laughs> <laughs> it's good icing. Yeah. Mm hmm.
1: All right, keep, keep on with okay. your, on.
0: Well, I guess we should probably, before we get too far into our banter, tell you this is season one, episode mm-hmm. 10, and it's another super duper exciting topic. Timelines! Timelines! So I'm still eating. Leave me alone.
1: <laughs> I'm glad they can't see me, like huddled in the corner, <laughs> scarfing down this delicious cupcake.
0: With MJ staring at you? Yeah. Yeah. But you can't eat cupcakes, Mew. Those are for people. So, anyways, we want to talk about wedding day timelines. That was loud. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's got little like sugary round things and like canada leaves and it's got sugar stuff on it. Okay. And it's hard and it's crunchy. All
0: right. Anyways, <laughs> going back to what I was talking about, I'm going to just let you finish your cupcake over there. Um, so your wedding day runs super smoothly. It's really important to create a detailed hour by hour wedding day timeline. It helps you stay organized, stress-free, and hopefully everything will run on time. So if you have a month or full wedding planning service coordinator, they will help you with this, but it's really important you have a general idea of when you want things to happen. So while most weddings include the same flow of festivities, the order of these moments might vary depending on your preferences. So we're going to give you some suggestions for how much time to allow for each event and the general order of things so you can help. So we can help, not you can help. So we can help you plan the perfect wedding timeline. You got a little cupcake over there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that'll happen. All right. Thanks. good? Yeah, you're good. Excellent. Okay. Timelines.
0: (laughs) Timelines. So the first thing is getting ready. This is going to depend on who's getting ready with you and what's being done. So if you're like Rob and you need like full hair and makeup everywhere you go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Me and my entourage.
0: (laughs) You're going to want to consider how much time that's going to take. So you want to talk to your hair and makeup stylist. Generally, it's going to be 45 minutes to an hour for your hair and makeup for your bridesmaids and moms, and sometimes grooms. 15 to 30 minutes for your flower girls and junior bridesmaids and bridesmen as well. And then one to one and a half hours for the bride, or brides. And this is for, for each grooms. service, makeup and hair. Um, I, I said bridesmen and grooms earlier. didn't forget about you.
1: And all those non-binary and everybody 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 gets everybody. married
0: yeah exactly mm-hmm. so then we're gonna get into the first look um i give this about 15 minutes in the timeline and i love first looks i really do not just for like the timeline just because they're super cute and basically like you get to like, hang out with your person a little bit longer than just like okay You get married, and then you're like in the whirlwind of events that happen after that. So, if you do a first look, do it. Unless you're getting ready together. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we did. I guess you don't really need to have a first look. No. Because you already saw each other getting ready together. Yeah. 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 Yeah? Yeah. Um. for jewish weddings you are going to be having the signing of a ketubah which is the marriage contract so you're going to have the first look anyways at this point in time because it happens before the ceremony and i think it has something to do with uh something in the bible about like somebody in the bible marrying the wrong person because he didn't look under the veil until like it was too late Mm. so now in jewish weddings like it happens So you can be totally sure that you're marrying the right person.
1: Are there any other cultures that you've done weddings for that do that?
0: No, just that one. Yeah. So I could be wrong. And if anyone's listening to this podcast, please feel free to correct me because I have not read the Bible. Um, another aspect that may not apply to all weddings is the tea ceremony. So as far as I've come across, it's a tradition in Chinese, Vietnamese and Thai cultures. Um, it could be a tradition in other cultures as well, but that's just as far as I'm aware. Um, it is basically there to, um, show respect and gratitude to the couple's parents for all the years of loving care. And it's a symbol of purity, stability, and fertility, all that in a cup of tea. Wow. Yeah. And this takes about 30 to 45 minutes because it's going to depend on how many family members are going to be involved. And that will depend on how long the ceremony will take. Like if you're really only doing the tea ceremony with your parents, I would say like 15 minutes. But like if you're doing it with like them, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, like the list goes on, then 30 to 45 minutes is better for sure. The main event is your ceremony. And I'm thinking this is usually around 30 to 60 minutes. And we include the time it takes for your wedding party and your parents and even you to come down the aisle, the ceremony itself, and then signing of any paperwork. So we estimate that usually to be 30 minutes. Um, Oh, this also includes the time that we ask everybody to like take their seats kind of thing. and if you're doing a religious ceremony, I like Catholic, Jewish, Hindu, Sikh, you're looking at an hour or more, depending on what culture you're talking about. I think you were part of a Catholic wedding, were you not? Or a Christian uh, wedding
1: that like, was an
0: hour long?
1: Yeah, I want to say I was. I think that was yeah
0: yeah and so hot tip if you're gonna have a ceremony that's gonna be that long um I know like with Catholic weddings, they do bring out the chairs for the bride and groom to sit down for the ceremony. There's like some sitting and standing and sitting and standing. Um, Your wedding party at some point during the ceremony will be asked to sit down in the front pew because it's a long time for them to be standing and People are going to get fidgety and so just make sure that like that first pew is saved for your wedding party if you're going to have one. Hot tip.
1: And you always built in, like, five-ish minutes between things, too, for...
0: We're going to get to that.
1: Okay. We're going to get to that. I'm skipping ahead. You're skipping ahead.
0: (laughs) Must have been all that sugar. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm all wired now.
0: So, once the ceremony's over, basically, yay, everyone's married. Well, the couple's married. Yay. And then we're going to skip into cocktail hour. So this is usually like right after the ceremony, if the ceremony and reception are going to be at the same place, or we give like a 30 minute buffer if there's travel involved. Um, So that leaves leaves any vendors that need to go from your ceremony to reception enough time to get back to your reception space. And if not, um, we're going to have guests showing up before your... um, (laughs) couple couple and you're in like ooh. Or sorry your guests showing up before your vendors and that's like oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah especially if like much. that like the vendors need to like book it from the ceremony to the reception So mm-hmm. like even 45 minutes if you guys can do 45 minutes that's even even better um the cocktail hour is usually an hour long as the name suggests we have had people do an hour and a half to two hours and i feel like an hour to an hour and a half is like that sweet spot. If you do two hours, it's a long time to wait for people to come back. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people get super antsy and they like try to like go do something else. At least that's what I've found anyways. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or people get drunk.
0: Or that. <laughs> or people get drunk.
1: I'm just putting it out there.
0: <laughs> um so another tip when you're doing your cocktail hour is have like a welcome drink as guests arrive. Cause then that way there's like a long lineup at the bar. Some people will definitely be like, no thanks. I'm going to a welcome drink and go on to the bar. But that's going to make it so that it's not like everybody lines up at the bar and they're just waiting in line for an hour. And also food for that. those people that are going to get drunk during your cocktail hour. Yeah. Yeah. Have some food circulating. And... While your guests are busy, get your family photos taken, especially if you had that first look, cause you already have your wedding party photos and your couple shots, all done. Look at you go. (laughs) Um, And I always wanna say this, just to be frank, like an hour is not enough to get couple shots, wedding party shots, and family photos. Do not try to squeeze it in. You're not gonna be happy with the results. You're not
1: <laughs> no. and your photographers will thank you
0: 100% even your videographers because like you have to also think about that they need to like be able to get from A to B and they need to arrive before you so that they can get ready for the next thing especially test out the lighting because lighting isn't gonna be a major factor in all your photos and your video So usually about uh, 45 minutes into cocktail hour, we will do an invitation to dinner. So this will usually be like your wedding planner and your MC working together to basically like invite guests to take their seats. Like it's not like a big announcement. It's just like done like pretty like low key to be like, hey, we're gonna start dinner in this amount of time. Can you please go find your seat? Um, And then that 15 minutes. Gives people a chance to get a warmer drink from the bar, um, maybe grab a canopy or two, and if they haven't already, take a look to find out where they're sitting, and also bathroom breaks. those are really important. <laughs> so everyone's seated. Now it's your grand entrance. What do you do?
1: Dance, Slide. boogie.:
0: If you're on the wedding party, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That,
1: that, <laughs> that's just what I've done for the weddings, for the grand entrances.
0: So, you've been an MC, too, so that's why I thought I you would know. Oh, pff, no. Aww. I
1: didn't know that's where you were going. Oh,
0: gosh. Okay, well, your MC, Rob, <laughs> <laughs> would introduce themselves and go over any housekeeping rules. So, this is, like, where the bathrooms are, where the bar is, which everybody probably already knows by now. Um, but, you know, just cover all your bases. Um when last call will be when around dinner time will be if there's any social distancing things that people need to be aware of if there's a smoking area where they need to be aware of and also if you have no smokers don't make that announcement it's just doesn't make any sense doesn't help anyone really um yeah okay once the housekeeping rules are done basically we're gonna then announce the wedding party
1: then i get to boogie in yeah then you get to boogie
0: in (laughs) And there's like lots of cheering, lots of fanfare, and then a lot of our couples have actually opted to not have a grand entrance. um, And they just basically arrive. And I told them, like, people are gonna clap for you guys and like cheer and all that still. And they're okay with that, but they don't want it to be like a spectacle, I guess.
1: Yeah. That's fair. You do you.
0: Can you guess what's next?
1: Uh, Dinner.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> So for this we give an hour to 2 hours. It depends on the type of meal service style you're going to have for your reception and the number of guests. Um so you can have like buffet, family style, traditional three course dinner, etc. Um we talk all about this in a previous podcast. I can't remember the number of the episode, but go check that out. It's in season 1. Um but like we're going to say like say if you have a buffet, 100 people um, You want to do like 20 minutes basically to get everybody through um, If you were doing like double-sided If it's COVID times and you're gonna have like 50 people Max at a wedding, so I would stay like about 10 minutes to get everybody through the buffet. Actually, no, I'm gonna say 20 minutes still because we're going to have to have y- servers at each buffet item to scoop it out for each guest on their plate. So still 20 minutes. Um, if it wasn't COVID 10 minutes, 10 minutes is good. If you're doing like a three course dinner, you need to account for time in between where they're clearing plates. Um, and you also want to make sure that like there's enough, um, time for speeches in between those courses if that's the route that you're going which brings me to speeches
1: yay yay speeches
0: you seem so impressed with this episode no i'm just trying to think
1: <laughs> i was thinking because i've spoke at a few weddings i was trying to think of any good stories of speeches oh, okay but, uh, i don't have any
0: i'll give my spiel and then you can say from there N-
1: no I, okay I, I don't have any okay
0: <laughs> So I gave about uh, 15 to 30 minutes for speeches, depending on how many people are gonna be going. Um, the traditional order we follow is best man, maid of honor, uh, the parents from each side of the family, and then the happy couple. Uh, we usually do these about 30 to 45 minutes into dinner, or like I said, spread out between courses. And we ask this message to be passed along, but there's always going to be the people who don't follow the rules. That's why there was so much time given to this. Keep your speeches between two and four minutes. (laughs) Try. I know there's gonna be like somebody or a couple people who are gonna be talkers, so you can end up going over that 30 minute mark, but like, you know, just try it out. We've had some people actually like play like the Jaws music or the Oscar music to like play people out when they've gone over their time. I do remember a DJ being like, I'm sorry, you want me to play out the mother of the bride? And I was like, yes, I was told that that's what needs to happen by the couple. Like they like, we're like absolutely dead set on keeping it small for speeches and that brings me to another thing i know we did this but we did a surprise wedding (laughs) if you're doing a traditional wedding stay away from open mic because, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, you were going to have, like, maybe everybody wants to go up and say something, and you're going to be there for a long time doing speeches.
1: Or you're going to have some crazy uncle or aunt or some family relative that has some weird hijink story oh, that gosh. nobody...
0: Nobody needs to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I think I've told some people about this, um, we had, and it wasn't even open mic, it was just, oh gosh, like, there's somebody, you should have, like, pre-read like read the speech, Um, the mother of the bride went up there and basically called, or sorry, the, yeah, the mother of the bride basically called the bride a gold digger. (laughs) Like the speech was something like, you know, if if she, if you have money, she knows where it is and she'll find it or something to that effect. It was, it was not good. And it's like one of those moments you wish that you kind of had like that long cane to like pull somebody off stage.
1: Be tactful. Definitely
0: one of those. (laughs) It went on for a little while, so definitely over the four-minute mark. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna have a speech, be tactful about it. Be smart. Make sure you kind of double check, maybe a bit with the bride and groom to just make sure it's all good.
0: For sure. The up and up. Especially if, like, I've I also have heard like best men go up there and just like lay out all the crazy stuff that the groom used to do before the bride or something. And like, you see like the bride's reaction and she's like, not aware of any of it. And it's like, that's not a good time to bring it up. No,
1: (laughs) if you're going to roast somebody, make sure they already know the information. If it's the bride or groom, make sure they already know what's going Mm -hmm. on before you go up there and and lay into them.
0: Um, and that brings me to cake cutting. (laughs) (laughs) So it's gonna be right after your last speech, which is typically our happy couple. And I do this because everyone, you already have everyone's attention. So like, just keep going with that momentum because if you break and then you come back, you're gonna lose people. It's gonna be harder to get everybody to like sit down again. So we give this about 10 minutes. You don't actually need 10 minutes. It's really just to like situate everybody. and you can once you cut the cake it gets whisked away to either be like wrapped up for you guys to take home or if you want it cut up for everybody then that's another option too Uh, i know a lot of people going with cupcakes and saving like their cutting cake so in that case it saves you on cutting fees for anything but i like this because it's kind of like magic that if you're like getting the cake cut for people it's like while they're distracted with dancing the cake all of a sudden appears with coffee and tea, ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> Just a little tidbit. Yeah. Um. Speaking of, so once because you still have everybody's attention, we're gonna go right into your first dance after your cake cutting. Um. But if like you already did the first dance uh, as your grand entrance, then like obviously you don't have to do another one unless you want to. We have a couple actually that had two first dances choreographed and everything super cute i loved it that's awesome (laughs) um but if you do decide to do like a first dance um then followed by like your parent dances all the power to you um you can also opt out in doing a full song i know some people are like terrified of dancing or they just don't like it so if you don't want to do a full song you don't have to get your dj or your band to like Only do a portion of it and then skip right into your parent dances. Um, But if you have done the first dance already, like I was saying at the beginning with your grand entrance, um, you can just go from cake cutting to parent dances. So your parent dances are going to be about 10 to 15 minutes. I know that sounds like a really long time, but sometimes we have to like locate the parents. Like we tell them to stay right where they are because it's coming up. But then, like, somebody will come up to them and say congratulations and they'll get distracted and, like, something else will happen and you're kind of like, okay, we were just right there and then all of a sudden they're gone. So you have to be like, okay, hold on, we're going to go get them. You guys keep dancing. (laughs) That kind of thing. Um, My suggestion to some people for this is because it can be really long, is you can, again, cut the song short or you can have the dances at the same time or... You can have like the mother, um, or sorry, the father daughter dance start, and then you can have like the mother son join halfway through. Lots of options, or you can be like us and not have them at all. Yeah, yeah, but that really depends on what kind of wedding you're having. We also didn't have this a bouquet and garter toss.
1: No, Mm-mm. we did not. Was not needed, was not required.
0: No, nope. and I, you know, I feel like a lot of people aren't doing them anymore. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like kind of humming and hawing about them so we end up throwing them in the timeline for about an hour after dancing starts and a lot of the time people don't want to end up actually doing them it was just like a thought it's kind of like it's kind of weird a little bit yeah, yeah
1: it's an old tradition yeah, I, know. I don't know
0: but it's just it's like it's 2020 and it feels it's kind of it feels weird
1: because yeah i don't know yeah. the history behind i do you know i can't
0: remember the history behind it just because everybody keeps skipping it yeah 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 um then another thing that we sometimes have is that people want like a specific last song played uh that's gonna be about five minutes before the, the reception ends you do also at that point need to also mention last call at and we usually get the DJ or the band to do this. Your MC is usually off duty by this point. Um, the last yeah. call is going to be like a half an hour to an hour before everything shuts down. It really depends on how many people you have at the end of the night. And then, and then, really like trendy thing that's been happening right now is a grand exit. Um, so if you want, like, everyone gathered to like, you know, with, like bells or something to like see you off when you like leave in your getaway car, you want to plan this into the timeline. And, um, some people do like a sparkler exit, but actually we fake this. We fake a sparkler exit because it's easier that way. (laughs) Also, your photographer, your poor photographer doesn't have to be there from like 10 o'clock in the morning to like midnight.
1: Yeah, that's hard. That's
0: a long day. And plus that's like, you're paying them for all those hours too. So... (laughs) thing to think about but yeah like we have faked sparkler exits so that the photographer can leave at the end of the night or not at the end of the night but like so they don't have to be like there like the whole time during dancing because dancing shots kind of get to be like the same thing over and over again i'm thinking of photos i know i mentioned that like you're going to have like like some ideal times to take photos and also make sure that you can hang out with your guests you're going to work with your photographer and videographer pretty closely to determine how much time they're going to need for your couple's portraits your family photos wedding party photos and getting ready photos and detail photos or like there's like really important shots that you want to get like say like a photo with your grandma or something like that then you know mention those kinds of things for sure so I know that, like, I've made this sound super easy. Um, I know Robin mentioned earlier in the podcast that we do add like a buffer. So I usually add like a 15 minute buffer and I tell my couples, you're going to see this timeline and you're going to be like, it does not take 45 minutes to get from here to here, rad. Why did you put that in there? It's because traffic happens and life happens and getting in and out of a limo with your poofy dress happens (laughs) so all of those things are kind of just like taken into account so i am not saying that this podcast is gonna like basically give you everything that you need in order to create a timeline but this is like a great starting point for all of the events that you need to consider in your wedding day but and i'm biased You're laughing. I know. Hire a wedding planner. (laughs) What are you doing?
1: (laughs) You don't want to take this on. Hire a wedding planner.
0: Like, do you want to be the one who has to think about like everything running on time and like demanding everyone be somewhere at a certain time? Like, no, you don't. You want to enjoy your goddamn day. Gonna be blunt with you people here who are listening to this. So like we will we are the people that make these foolproof timelines and we also consider all of your vendors set up and takedown needs as well, so then we can manage the day for you and say like you wanna go hang out and take some more photos and you want dinner to run later. Like we're the ones talking to the kitchen then too, to be like, Hey, don't start plating up those salads yet. <laughs> They're not coming back for a while, you know, that kind of thing. So Whatever you do, hire a reputable wedding planner. doesn't have to be us. Find someone that works as a good fit for you. But do it. Just do it. <laughs> Anything else to add? Now that you've enjoyed your cupcake on air and...
1: <laughs> no, I'm good. You're now good? I'm all sugared up and ready to rock and roll. So, uh, yeah. no.
0: All right. Well, we're going to go make some reels. And until next week, stay rad.